Welcome to the Filipino American Women Project, a podcast show that shares stories and life lessons told by individuals living or have lived in America that are of Filipino descent and identify as female. I'm your host, Jen Amos, a fellow Filipino American woman, and I'm excited for you to join us. Let's get started. Welcome back. Jen Amos here with the Filipino American Woman Project. And as always, I have my amazing co-host with me, Nani Dominguez. Nani, welcome back to the show. Hello, beautiful people. And oh my gosh, this is the last episode of season one for the Filipino American Woman Project. Nani, how do you feel? I feel good. I feel like we had a really good run for our, what do we call it, first season? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think we had a really good run, and I think that we have some really exciting stuff in store for you guys when we come back. Yeah, in the meantime, we are just wanting to know what's up with you guys and how is everybody doing in quarantine, shelter in place? How are you guys keeping yourselves busy? How are you taking care of yourselves? Is there anything that you need support with? You know, we just want to encourage you to reach out and engage with us online when you need to. Yeah, absolutely. And we did want to take this time to really acknowledge all of our essential workers that are in the front lines right now. And I've heard it quite often lately that if your number one complaint is that you're feeling stir crazy, like if your number one complaint is that like you're just quarantined at home and you can't go out and see your friends, then, you know, that is considered a form of privilege. You know, I know a lot of people now, like new podcast shows are popping up left and right. Like all the celebrities I've been following, like they all started their own podcast shows. Like, hey, you know, since we're stuck at home anyway, you know, and I think the fact that we have a roof over our head The fact that we can go to the grocery stores still is considered a luxury for some people. And so when I heard that, it really humbled me, you know, to think like, you know, I couldn't be grateful to be in the position that I am today. Yes, I've definitely been struggling myself in terms of like going stir crazy and missing that physical human (laughs) interaction. Yeah, yeah, that human interaction. It's like, well, I mean, that's like the worst case scenario or the best case scenario I could be in is feeling that way. And, you know, thank God for the Internet, because there are still ways to interact with people. So I don't take my position for granted, which is why we have some exciting things to share with you all who still want to stay in touch with us throughout the spring break. So more on that later. But yeah, I wanted to ask you about that too, Nani. Like, how do you feel about like your position? I mean, you're still working, you know, you're working from home, but you're still working. And how has that been like for you to know that like, we're not on the front lines, like our essential workers, Yeah, but we're going stir crazy. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, going stir crazy is definitely the least of my problems. It's something that I complain about, obviously, with everybody else online and with memes and whatever. But in reality, I realize that that is a privilege. And I am extremely grateful and blessed to be able to really not have my boat rocked at all in terms of my job and my nine to five kind of day to day routine. And just kind of trying to keep up with what's going on in all the other parts of the world that I'm concerned about as well and in my surrounding community and 
just trying to figure out ways that I can contribute and help, you know, in whatever ways that I can, because there's just so much opportunity right now and so much unknown. So there's a lot of opportunity to create opportunity um, to help people. And so just trying to get creative with that. And yeah, again, recognize my position as extremely privileged and grateful. And that goes for anybody here in America. I mean, I don't know who's been keeping up with the COVID-19 situation and how that's going down in the Philippines right now, but bitterly sweet, I guess, the recoveries just today have overtaken the deaths. So that's a good thing in terms of trying to flatten the curve, but Mm. in terms of the president just being himself, he has issued some pretty insane shoot to kill orders for people that are not following the rules. And you think about all the people here that are just, you know, I don't mean to sound like a stickler and be chastising people for not taking it seriously. But at the end of the day, like, it's kind of like, you guys look at what's happening around the world in other countries. Like, what would you do if they did that to us here? Yeah, for sure. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it could be so much worse and you guys are making it so much worse. And it's just, it's interesting how things run here versus what you're able to get away with in other places of the world. And so again, recognizing that as a privilege and feeling grateful that I don't have to be concerned about those things in my immediate space. So yeah, that was beautifully said, Nani. And, you know, I was just thinking here in Virginia Beach, they just highly, highly suggest and encourage you to practice social distancing. And yes, a lot of the, I guess, non-essential places like parks and stuff have shut down. But, you know, my husband and I, we live on the beach and they said like, you cannot hang out on the beach. However, you can exercise. So exercising, examples of hanging out on the beach. (laughs) Yeah. So examples of exercising would be paddleboarding, surfing, (laughs) swimming, doing (laughs) yoga on the beach, (laughs) running, you know, and on a weekend, you can see boats out there. You can see paddleboards like The other day, we saw a guy kite surfing at our beach, and I just acknowledge that we are in a fortunate uh, situation right now. And yes, like, you know, our business and our work hasn't really been affected. So yeah, it's just understanding the bigger picture. And with that said, I think we should take some time, Nani, to thank the essential workers, the people that are in the front lines that are making us feel safe and allowing us to be in the, I guess you can say the privileged positions that we're in right now. Yeah. So we want to give a special thank you shout out to all of the nurses and doctors, factory workers, farmers, teachers, mental health and social workers, journalists who are keeping us up to date with the news, janitors and garbage collectors, the scientists, the lab techs, the research analysts that are trying to come out with new information and update us all, the airline and airport staff, the pharmacists, caregivers, people that are fostering animals, grocery store workers, all the delivery employees that are still delivering packages and food deliveries and Postmates, caviar, all of that. I have definitely been utilizing that more than I should. And yeah, I, I don't know. The, the weed man, thank you for, <laughs> for still delivering. Seriously, <laughs> that to me is an essential service. So So I appreciate all of you guys and thank you for 
going to work every day, even through this crazy time. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, the list of essential workers that we've listed, it's not limited to those essential workers. There's clearly a lot more. And so we just encourage you all to take the time to thank the essential workers, people we have not listed yet, people in your life as well. My family, I know that one of my cousins is a nurse, so she has to be in the hospital every day. And I also just want to thank my husband, you know, the spouses that are willing to step out of the house, (laughs) you know, to get the groceries or to like when we drive somewhere, he's usually the one to step out and, you know, go into 7-Eleven or whatever. But even the people in your life that they're putting their life on the line for you to, you know, do little, run a little errands such as that. And so I hope that you all take the time to thank all of these people in your life, essential workers and your loved ones. Also, this is another thing that we didn't really talk about offline yet, Nani, but I thought it was really important to share is my heart goes out to just all of us that are of Asian descent. My student organization back at San Diego State, shout out to AB Samahan, they had a Zoom session running elections for the board next year. And I found out through social media on Instagram that there were some people that hacked or like found their way into their Zoom room (laughs) and basically just said all these racial slurs. Yeah, that's been happening all over the country. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, crazy. Yeah, it's crazy the racism that is really out there right now, how Asians or those of Asian descent are being used as scapegoats. Mm -hmm. Stacey never likes it when I give her a shout out, but... But Stacey and Salinas, she has been really providing a lot of education during this time to bring up how we've experienced racism historically and even acknowledging, you know, some people to follow, like some people in the past worth following that really paved the way for us of people of Asian descent or women of women of color, people of color. So there is good out there, but it's also not to say that there's a lot of bad things that's happening at the same time. So I just want to make sure that we acknowledge that and we are here for you and we see what's going on. And, you know, as a whole community, let's continue to stay strong. Let's continue to show up and let's continue to be visible because if not, you know, like we are very well known as the silent minority, but with the power of social media and the internet and uh, the safety of our homes, <laughs> I'd like to believe that we can still be visible and educate people who are scapegoating us for the pandemic happening. Yes. <sighs> All right, Nani. Well, <laughs> with that said, I hope that we had addressed that enough for the start of our show. I want to go ahead and shift gears now and really, you know, take the rest of this time to celebrate the power of our project in the last year or so. What I want to do is go through some demographics of our audience for our listeners and also some recommended episodes. If this is your first time listening to our show, we have some top episodes that we recommend that you listen to. And then toward the end, we will share some resources with you as well as share what we're going to be doing during spring break for those that still want to be in community with us. Oh yeah. And one last thing is we actually had collected some, what do you call it? Some listener voice messages since we started our show last summer that I have never played on our show. And so we're actually going to take the time to end our show by playing those voice messages for all of you and giving a shout out to all of these incredible people that have left voice messages for us. So, and I, by the way, have not heard these either yet. Yes. (laughs) So So we'll all be hearing them for the first time together. Yes, 
Absolutely. All right. So let me just go ahead and dive into our demographics. Let me see. So at the time of this recording, just a little behind the scenes for everyone, this episode will be released in mid-March because that was technically the end of winter, (laughs) start of spring. And we're actually doing this recording on April 15th, 2020. And the reason why I'm kind of backdating it is because well, first of all, I don't think anyone would notice, <laughs> except for the fact that I'm mentioning it. Except that we're announcing it. <laughs> yeah. But the reason why I do that is because I had made a vow to myself, really, to publish an episode every five days. But if I backdate it, you know, you won't be able to tell if I did it. But I just thought I'd share that behind the scenes stuff only because I've had people reach out to me asking like, oh, how often do you, you know, publish an episode or how consistent do you have to be? And I just you know, for me, it's kind of like, hey, you got to give yourself grace. You just got to do it and we'll figure out the rest later. And so I'll also get into an episode that I recommend that talks a little bit more about, you know, starting a show haphazardly (laughs) and still seeing the beautiful impact of doing a show so imperfectly. All right. So Nani. Yes. Okay. At the time of this recording, our show has over 14,000 downloads. Oh my gosh, we were just at 13 the last time we were doing this. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, and considering how we It's have- quarantine, so I guess maybe not that crazy. Yeah, I know people probably have the time to binge listen to our shows now. And maybe some people have figured out how to do the double speed so they can go through our shows a lot faster. <laughs> yeah, well, I hope you guys are enjoying it and not just wanting to, to speed through it. <laughs> we spend yeah. a lot of time doing this, you guys. <laughs> we do, we do. We really do. We, we invest a lot of time into doing this. This is not like our daytime jobs. You know, we, we really do this out of love and out of passion and, and really just, you know, like self we, we self guys feel that. Yes. Yeah. We hope you guys feel the love that we put into our community by representing you and representing us. So you're welcome. (laughs) So for people that are hearing downloads for the first time, it means that 14,000 downloads means that the combined total numbers of times our podcast episodes have been streamed or downloaded across all listening platforms. And so that doesn't necessarily mean that we have 14,000 listeners. It could mean that we have the same listeners who have been through all of our episodes and have downloaded it. Sometimes you can listen to it more than once. And so sometimes that gets taken into account. I don't care too much, honestly, about like the specifics of that. I was like, okay, how many individual people are actually like listening to our show? I'm just more proud of the fact that people are listening to our show. And, you know, this is our 55th episode at the time of this recording, you know, 55 episodes in having 14,000 plays is really a success story for us, Nani, uh, just because I know that not to compare with other shows, but I know that even going to podcast, you know, everyone has their own reasons for podcasting. You know, sometimes they don't have the listenership that, you know, maybe they ideally want or maybe don't want. But I just want to meet us where we're at and just be proud of the fact that, you know, in less than a year, we have this many downloads. So thought I'd get your thoughts on that. That's amazing. I think that's amazing. And thank you guys so much. Again, I hope that you're enjoying the show. And, you know, I know that myself personally, I can tend to like just have podcasts on in the background while I'm doing other things and kind of just like haphazardly listen to them or maybe not. But I hope that you guys are really taking in the content and and that it's serving you in whatever personal reasons that you guys listen to the show. I hope that it's serving those reasons and giving you a sense of community and belonging because we all want you to feel like you belong here. So yeah, thank you guys. 
Yes. And more downloads to come, hopefully. <laughs> moving, yeah. moving forward. Um, <laughs> hopefully we don't lose our listenership when we start up again in summer. <laughs> Yeah, you guys, just TBD, hold on. <laughs> We're coming back better than ever. <laughs> yes. Oh, we are. I'm so excited. So yes. let's go ahead and do a breakdown, Nani, of where our listeners are listening from. We have listeners essentially all over the world at this point. So I'm just going to take like the best. I'm not saying that some other countries are not that great. I'm just saying we're taking the top. <laughs> the, top <laughs> the top percentages. Yes. Yeah, the top percentages. So in third place, uh, we have the Philippines. Our, our listenership is there. So shout out to those in the Philippines. I imagine, I wonder if Dennis is one of them. <laughs> our editor. He better be. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I wouldn't blame him if he didn't because he yeah. spends a lot of time listening to them already. Yeah, I know. That's true. Un so, unedited. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Especially unedited. So thank you, Dennis, for doing that. And yeah. And to our listeners in the Philippines, thank you so much for joining us and listening to our show. In second place would be Canada. Specifically, though, in Canada, there are two provinces that we have our listener base from, so British Columbia and Ontario. So shout out to Canada and to those two provinces. Thank you for joining us. And of course, number one of where the majority of our listeners listen from at 91% <laughs> is the United States. So kind of obvious considering our demographic is Filipino American women. So thank you to all of our listeners in the United States for joining us on our journey here. So now what I want to do is break down the states of where our listeners are listening from. So I'm, I don't think I'm going to give out percentages unless it makes sense to, but starting at sixth place, we are tied with the following states, Florida, Pennsylvania, Michigan, New Jersey, Maryland and DC, Nevada, Oregon, and Texas. Wow. Texas. That's so cool. I think it's really cool how we have someone in Texas because I... <laughs> I like how you have someone, like it's just one person. <laughs> what if there's multiple people in Texas? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. If I were to if like- If you're in Texas, please reach out to us on Instagram and let us know who you are. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We want, we want, we want to like know who you are. Yes. We want to hear from you. All right. In the top fifth state is actually Hawaii. So, or, or sorry, Hawaii. <laughs> Hawaii. Yes. Yeah. So shout out to Hawaii. The main, uh, is this, oh my God, you have to help me out here. Is Honolulu. Honolulu. Oahu. Is that is like the a, name of the island? Yes. Okay, cool. So yeah, particularly Honolulu in Hawaii. Yes. So shout out to you all. And to our listeners, if you are listening to this and you don't hear your state, or if you did hear your state, please reach out to us on Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. We want to learn, you know, who our listeners are and where they're listening from and represent, right? <laughs> Hell yes. Okay. Coming in fourth place, we have Washington. So shout out to Washington. The top two cities in Washington are Vancouver and Seattle. So I do know that we have some active listeners that engage with us on Instagram in Seattle. So shout out to you ladies. <laughs> you know who you yes. are. Yes, yes. Coming in third is actually my state, Virginia. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Representation. <laughs> and tied with Virginia is also Illinois. So shout out to my state, Virginia, and to Illinois for third place. So in Virginia specifically, we have the cities Fairfax and Ashburn. And first place, actually the top city is my place, Virginia Beach, because <laughs> it's probably me. That's probably just me. <laughs> Repeat. So no, I feel like we've had some people reach out to us on Instagram looking for you saying that they're also in Virginia Beach. No. Oh, really? I, 
Yeah. Okay, so I don't I don't read those messages, Nani. Like, cause I no I, I, no not like recently, but like over time, we've had people that have reached out to you saying that that I feel like you have talked to. No. Okay, I probably have, or I probably forgot. So I want to apologize to everyone that is in Virginia Beach that I <laughs> <laughs> that I have not like remembered. I totally apologize, and I hope that you can reach out to me and give me a virtual slap in the face so that I will remember you. <laughs> And then, of course, in Illinois, we have Chicago, which is actually really cool. We've definitely interviewed a couple of people from Chicago. So shout out to Chicago for being up there in terms of our listenership. All right. Moving on. In second place, we actually have New York. So shout out to New York. My sister lives there. And we've had a lot of people, a lot of our guests from New York. So to break down the cities in New York, in fourth place is the Bronx. So shout out to the Bronx. Third place is Buffalo. Second place is Brooklyn, which my sister like lived in for a little bit. And then first is New York City. So shout out to you, New York. You are beautiful. You are fun. And I know at this time right now, you're a little bit eerie uh, because everyone has to be at home. And I hear that the streets are really empty and eerie. And um, New York is like the leading state in the United States for coronavirus, isn't it? Uh, yeah, you're probably right. Uh, I know my sister, she's essentially locked up at home and she will only go within, you know, walking distance to get groceries and stuff. But for the most part, she's just at home. <laughs> yeah, and she should uh, be very careful. Yeah, no, absolutely. it's so dense there. It's like hard not to spread, you know? Yeah, for sure. And yeah, so my heart goes out to all of the Panais over there in New York. Thank you so much for listening and just want to let you know that we are thinking of you. Yes. And Nani, first place is probably pretty obvious. First place, California. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm <Yeah>. just kidding. <laughs> well, I feel like we're both California girls, so we can we say are. duh. We are. We are, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm formerly a Cali girl, so um, so California is where the most of our listeners are at 54%. And so shout out to you, California. I want to go ahead and break down the cities. I couldn't yes. get them all because essentially we would cover the entire California map. <laughs> <laughs> if we were to do this. So coming in fourth, in terms of our, where our listeners are in California, we have Moreno Valley, Pasadena, Elk Grove, and Vallejo. I love that those are all like so scattered too. Yeah, Like between Northern and Southern California. Yes, it's beautiful. So coming in third, <laughs> we have Oakland, San Diego, and San Jose. Woo! Yes. So that's where you're at, Nani, in Oakland. Yeah. And, and that's uh, where you're from. Yes, I, I'm actually, I'm very happy to see that we have more listeners in San Diego. Because <laughs> last time we did this, we asked the San Diego people to like amp it up. Yeah. And I guess they have. So shout yes. out to you guys. Yes. Okay. So thank you, San Diego, for your support. I lived there for 20 years. So it means so much to me that you are making your way up in the ranks <laughs> in yeah. terms of our listenership. All right. So coming in second place, we have Los Angeles, which is pretty obvious. I think it's very dense there with, with Filipinos. So shout out to you, LA. If there's any particular place in LA that you're listening from, then let us know. And we appreciate you joining us and you know following our journey and listening to our show and our stories. All right. Well, first place, Nani, is <laughs> you're going to be very happy about this. Do you want to say it? Do you want to say what first place is? Number one, is of course San Francisco. Woo! <laughs> I 
<laughs> Hopefully you guys can hear that <laughs> since we don't have sound effects. <laughs> I'm making my own. <laughs> yes. Okay. Maybe I should stop drinking now. <laughs> no, you're fine. No, this, is, this is perfect. This is, this is great. So that's where our listenership is. Let me get into a couple of more stats for all of you. Or actually, before I get ahead, we just want to thank you all for representing and showing up and downloading our show and episodes and listening to our stories and sharing and this. sharing it with your friends. Yeah, especially that. And even recommending people, even yourself to be on our show and share your story. So just thank you all. This project is really a collective and this wouldn't be possible if you weren't listening. So, <laughs> so thank you. Yes. Thank you. All right. Jenny was here jumping into the middle of our show as I always do to remind you why this show is possible. So, you know, at the end of every episode, I tend to say, if you didn't catch our guest contact info, don't worry, we'll have those in the show notes. Check them out. I work so hard on them. You're welcome. Well, it's been brought to my attention that our show notes are not as easy to find as I thought, which is why starting summer 2020, the Filipino American Woman Project is proud to be partnering with Captivate, the world's only growth-oriented podcast host. Captivate is created for independent podcasters, designed from day one to help you to focus on audience growth and the expansion of your audio influence. One way that Captivate makes our lives easier as independent podcasters is by taking the guesswork out of making a website for your show. That's right, a website for your show. So listeners, starting summer 2020, finding our show notes will be so much easier. All thanks to Captivate. You're welcome, as always. If you're about to start podcasting or are getting burnt out from all the extra work of producing one, like building a website, consider a seven-day free trial, that's right, free, with Captivate by visiting thephilamwoman.com. That's the philam, short for Filipino-American, woman.com. Or, you know, check out our show notes in the meantime, which is in the details section of each episode. Once again, you can visit thephilamwoman.com or visit the details section of this episode. Yeah, I want to get into a couple of more stats just in case our listeners are curious about this. In terms of the top places our listeners listen from, the preferred medium. Um, and third, we have Stitcher. So shout out to our Stitcher listeners. <laughs> in second, we have Spotify. So shout out to our Spotify listeners. And coming in number one at 67%. Is Apple Podcasts. So surprise. Uh, yeah, not really a surprise. <laughs> I found out, and I think I mentioned this in the last episode, but uh, podcasting actually started through Apple. And so, like, once you have a show up there, a lot of the, what do you call it? They're called aggregators. Like, a lot of the other mediums tend to pull from mm. iTunes or from right. Apple Podcasts and, you know, show up in that kind of way. So, yeah. So, thank you to our listeners. I guess it's already pretty obvious. And with that said, I want to get into the top devices that people listen from, which probably shouldn't be too much a surprise, but I'm going to share it anyway. So at fourth place, <laughs> I spelled fourth wrong. Do you see that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ford. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys see my notes right now, I spelled fourth wrong. I spelled it with a, a four RD instead of a TH. So Ford. <laughs> Coming in Ford place. <laughs> We have, we have uh, the Mac at uh, 5%. And so for people that are joining us via desktop, thank you for doing that. At third place, we have the Android. So at 6%. So to all of our Android users, thank you for showing up. Thank you for listening to our show. 
At second place, it's actually ambiguous. So 8% is other. So if you are listening to a device that we haven't mentioned yet, like let us know, like where are you listening from? Because that says other. And so I don't know what that means. What that means, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, coming in first, which is pretty obvious because ma- the majority of our listeners do listen via Apple Podcasts, is the iPhone at 81%. So wow, that's crazy. Crazy, Shout but not too to crazy. Apple. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? We're not getting paid to say this. <laughs> <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah. And the new stats that I want to share, Nani, this actually started appearing on in our dashboard. I don't want to mention the, the dashboard I'm using because we're moving. <laughs> we're moving platforms. But they actually were able to break down our demographics by age group. And so coming in fifth place, we have about 2% of our listenership between the ages of 45 to 59 years old. So to the, what generation is that? That's not baby boomer, I think. Or maybe it is baby boomers. Probably what's generation between, X. Yeah, what's in between baby boomers and what's the next thing? I'm pretty sure it's generation X. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, because that's my husband, but he's not 45, so. <laughs> yeah, maybe generation X would be the next level down. I think maybe 45 to 59 might be like a young, no, that's not a, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. So Should if I you ask know, Siri or no? No, it's no, fine. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. If you are within that age group, you let us know the name of your generation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Help us out, please. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So coming in fourth place at 15%, we have our listenership between the ages of 18 to 22 years old. That's really cool. At the same time, I'd like to give myself credit for marking all of our episodes as explicit <laughs> because we are not PG rated <laughs> on the show. It's okay. 18 to 22, like they're yeah, <laughs> they y'all don't need adults. to be sheltered anymore. <laughs> yeah. Y'all are adults. So there you we go. We don't have to use our kitty words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Coming in third at 17% is the age group 35 to 44. So I think a lot of these are probably mothers. So that's really cool. I mean, I'm totally assuming if you're between 35 and 44 and you're not a mother, feel free to message me, give me a virtual slap. Like, I don't mean to. <laughs> Again. <laughs> I'm just taking it all in. virtual slap. Yeah. I'm just, Jen I'm wants just to be beaten. <laughs> apparently, that's what via, I do. Via DM. <laughs> yeah, that is apparently what I want to happen to me. Okay, cool. And uh, coming in a second place at 28%, we have the ages between 23 to 27 years old. So that's really cool. I feel like these are people who are young professionals who probably are fresh out of college, probably young in their careers. That's my assumption. I could be wrong. Or they're probably continuing with school and the higher education. So just I want to give a shout out to that general group. And yeah, second place. Sure of both. Yeah. Yeah. And so I got this number wrong here. So I'm looking at at the screen here. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, cool. Yeah, coming in first at 38%. Our ages 28 to 34, which Nani and I, if you don't mind me disclosing our age, we fall within no. that category. <laughs> yeah. So that would, I guess, make sense. <laughs> yeah. So I think we tend to attract people like us. So to everyone within that age group, 28 to 34, thank you so much for listening. We're so glad that you like our voice and you like yes. uh, the things that we have to say. And yeah, I think this is really cool. What, what do you think about these age groups, Nani? I think it's an interesting mix. I would have kind of assumed it to be more like of a lateral breakdown, Mm -hmm. but I like that it's kind of mixed up and all over the place. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. I like that it covers such a wide range. Yeah, and you know, the majority, I, di- I didn't take this note down, but it, since the stats are in front of me, the majority of our listenership, 91% of them identify as female. So it's really cool to think that the majority of the people listening to us are, you know, women that are our age yeah. group. So, you know, they say your vibe attracts your tribe. So thank you to people that are probably in our age range that find our show interesting <laughs> and find us yeah. interesting. We really appreciate yeah. your support and we hope to continue to share like valuable content. I do want to ask with our listeners, if you want to message us, or I highly recommend that you reach out to us because I'm just curious, like, what has the show meant to you? You know, what has it meant to you, like going through 55 episodes or maybe just picking out some of the episodes that stand out the most to you? Like, what has the show meant to you? We want to hear from you. You can either leave us a beautiful five-star rating in iTunes or in Apple Podcasts because that's always nice. Or, you know, if you want a more private message, you can always direct message us on Instagram at the Filipino American Woman. Or you can text us or call us and leave us a voice message at 415-484-TIFA, which is 8239. Save that number in your phone and text us. Beautiful. Thank you, Nadi, for saying that. Why don't you say it one more time for people that don't know how to rewind? (laughs) Yeah, of course. 415-484-TIFA, T-F-A-W, a.k.a. 8239. Beautiful. Yeah. And this is actually a new feature that we're providing for our community. For those that feel more comfortable text messaging or leaving us voice messages, we absolutely want to hear from you. And if you want to engage with us in that way, awesome. Like we've given you many ways to engage with us. So there's no excuses. Yes. <laughs> to not yes. Like you have to be this. our friend. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're listening to this, you have to be our friend. <laughs> Because we are lonely in this pandemic. We need friends. Can you tell? And so are you. You have to be. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We're all in the same boat. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, awesome. Thank you for indulging me, our listeners, for, you know, to go through these demographics. Now, for people that are listening to the show for the first time, if this is your first episode, I want to go ahead and recommend the top three episodes for this time around. So typically what we like to do is take whenever we have an episode like this where you break down the demographics, we like to pick the top three episodes that have the most downloads or we haven't mentioned yet. And so we're going to go ahead and go through that right now. So let me just pull this up. All right. Okay. So the first one that had the highest downloads that has not been mentioned yet is actually an episode I did at the very beginning when this podcast started, which is episode three, which is titled Do It Anyway, Even If You Don't Have All of Your Ducks in a Row. I wanted to check with you, Nani. Did you have a chance to listen to that episode? Because we hadn't met yet. Yeah, no, I have listened to that. And I think that actually listening to that episode is what made me feel like comfortable enough or like confident enough to even message you in the first place. (laughs) So yes, I I do specifically remember that episode. (laughs) Oh, I love that. I didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't either until we're talking about it now. And then I just kind of thought of that. And I was like, that is you know, because there were other podcasts that I obviously didn't reach out to like that. So obviously, I think that that was your life lesson of that show. And that really resonated with me. Ah, that makes me so happy. For people that feel like they have to be a perfectionist or they have to get, quote unquote, all your ducks in a row, you know, you have to feel like you need to be prepared, you know, before you show up. This episode really breaks down the importance of doing it anyway, even if you 
feel like you don't have all your ducks in a row. And I want to promote this episode, you know, shameless plug really, <laughs> because when I first started the show or when I first revived the project, I was really just doing it in faith. You know, I was, I was really doing it for myself. I was doing it as a way to, like, I had found an easy way to start podcasting and I, I wanted to experiment by, you know, relaunching the show. So I had no expectations. I've never really considered myself to be like a perfectionist, but I, I've definitely had projects where I had spent like months, if not years, really brainstorming only to not do anything with it. Yeah. And I've come to a place, at least this time last year, where my feelings of loneliness and depression <laughs> were so great that I didn't care about being perfect. I, I just wanted to put something out there, like for me, I wanted to work through those feelings. And if it worked, great. If it didn't, you know, great. And, you know, come to find 55 episodes later, we've been able to build this community all because I just went with it. And yeah. uh, for, for anyone that's interested in podcasting, there's a good book by Chris Kermitsos. I'll probably mention this in the show notes, but he actually is one of the founders of PodFest, which is the conference I spoke at a couple weeks ago. The book is called Start Ugly. And it's really just saying, just start, like no matter how ugly it is and you can fix it up later, which is what we've been able to do because of the community that has been attracted to the show and, you know, their collective feedback. So I think I just want to say that for anyone that does feel, you know, uptight or whatever, like, especially in today's times, people are offering so much grace to everyone, you know, that like, if there's any time to get started on any project that you've been sitting on forever, um, it would be now. It would be now because, yeah, because people are giving so much grace. People are trying to find a sense of connection again. People are trying to but build But also, community. I think that that is not the point. The point of that episode is whatever atmosphere, environment, or you know, climate that you're in, to to trust yourself and do it anyway, you know? Mm. Yes. Yeah, so, absolutely. Although, like, I think that your point is to take advantage of this time because it's such a good time. But yes, also now there's no time like the present. Yeah, absolutely. And that like, maybe I do, is redundant. Sorry. No, that was that was beautifully said because that, that that's a reality too. Is that there's no better time than today. And I'm not just saying that because of this pandemic, but even if the pandemic didn't exist, it's like just get started. Like if it's in you, if, if, right. if you have that urge in you to just start it, and it doesn't have to be podcasting. It could be whatever project you've been sitting on um, for yeah. some time now, and understand that the only person who really is going to see your imperfections are yourself. Like no one else is going to be like, oh my gosh, like this episode, <laughs> I think I talked about this in the past, but this episode I actually had to, I had to mesh like two audio clips together. Like I think I did the first recording in like one room in my house and then I did another one on my mic. And so if you actually listen to it, which like no one will probably notice anyway, if you listen close enough, you'll hear that the audio sounds different in the first half and the second half. But like, you only know that because I'm telling you. <laughs> right, you right. Know? Now everyone's going to go back and listen to it. <laughs> yeah. And that's my point is that it's okay. Like, because the right people will hear the message, you know, and will really like resonate with you. Um, so anyway, I just want to leave it with that. I just want to leave it there and highly encourage you all to listen to that episode if this is your first time listening to our show. I feel like I'm just remembering a lot of stuff from that time now that I kind of just haven't thought about in a while. <laughs> and I think that I actually, before I reached out to you, 
when you only had those like three or four episodes posted up on the podcast, I think that I like stalked the hell out of you. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm now remembering because just like a month or two ago, I went on my LinkedIn and I was like, oh, do we have a LinkedIn page like for Tifa? And so I yeah. was just going to like type it in and I couldn't find anything. And I was like, oh, maybe it's like on her profile. And I just assumed that we were friends on LinkedIn and then I saw that we weren't, but I had like, had you in my, like, I was gonna, I don't know if I did, maybe I did request you. I oh don't remember, God. but something about you coming up on my LinkedIn and I was just like, oh, I have looked her up before. Like, I remember specifically looking her up, like, before we knew each other. Oh my goodness. <laughs> This is the first time I'm hearing this, y'all. And then I felt, no, this is like, it's all just coming back to me right now. And I feel like such a creep. <laughs> yeah, but I definitely no. did. I think I like looked on your Twitter and everything too. And I didn't even have a Twitter or use Twitter. Yeah. I think that that episode was maybe more significant to me than I'm remembering right now. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. I'm I'll glad. To, I'll have to re-listen to it and I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad that whatever I put out there about myself at the time made you comfortable to want to reach out to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that it clearly had that effect on a lot of other people too. So that's kudos to you, ma'am. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> <Aww. laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I, I appreciate you saying that, Nani. That that means a lot. You know, really, a lot of this year, I have been really paying attention to people's feedback of me or like what they have to say about me. And it's been really helpful because, you know, even, even just a couple years ago, I know there's many of us where we don't take compliments. You know, it's like, oh, like, don't tell me that I'm pretty. Like, no, I'm not. Yeah. You know, like, it's so easy to... We don't know to, how to respond. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. And so I have really been more hyper aware of that just because I don't do it out of narcissism or selfishness. I do it out of like, how do I do better? You know, like, how do I like do better to our community? How do I do better on the show? And if I get that feedback of, oh, Jen, like, it's really cool when and you talk more about your story, it's like, okay, that gives me a sign that I need to talk more about my story, you know? Right, and, um, that gives me some direction. Yeah, because really, we are doing the show in the dark, <laughs> you know, a lot of the times. And the only way we know if we're headed in the right direction is if we hear from you. So thank you for your kind words, Nani, and to our listeners that I guess feel that way about me as well. I want to thank you all. And I want to continue to do what I can as a host for all of you to feel safe, to want to talk to me because. I'm human just like every single one of you. <laughs> like I, I have skeletons in my closet. I make mistakes. You know, like I definitely just as human as you all are. And I just want to thank you all for sticking around and allowing me to, you know, really host the show and share my story. And I want to continue to show up for you. So thank you. Thank you all. And thank you, Nani, for the, for the kind words. <laughs> of course. Anytime. All right. Uh, the next episode we recommend is episode 38, which is titled, I found that loving myself is going to disappoint some people. Uh, this is a meditation, listening to your body and purpose over fear with Melissa Barayang. And uh, Melissa, if I butchered your last name, again, you can message me and give me a virtual slap, but I'm pretty sure it's I'm Barayang. I'm pretty sure you did it beautifully. Thank you. That, that sounds really right. I, I really like this episode, Nani, because 
I consider myself a highly sensitive person slash empath. And I feel like, you know, when someone else is a highly sensitive person slash empath, when like, like you could just feel it in their voice and their energy. And I really felt that way with Mel. Oh my gosh. Mel is one of my favorite people. I love her so, so much. I have done a couple of sessions with her on my own and in other group sessions that she's had. And she's just like such a sweet kind soul and I don't know her like any more than you do you know and the fact that you opened with that that you kind of caught that vibe from her I would definitely back that a hundred percent yeah what I love about her is that the vibe I got from her is that she's really gentle and kind-hearted at the same time I can tell that she knows how to set healthy boundaries and she's learned, like she's she's learned how to set those healthy boundaries because, you know, no one teaches us healthy boundaries till yeah. later in life when we go to therapy and we say, you need to set healthy boundaries. Oh my and- gosh. Actually, sorry. Can I just interject for one second? Yeah. Because the last session that I did with Mel, she actually shared this, it's called a radical gratitude spell and it's kind of like a poem, but I would like to end with that if okay. you remind me. Yeah. With a poem? Okay, yeah. I want to read the poem and credit Mel, if you remind me. So the last thing I want to say about Mel or really this episode is really the topic of meditation. I didn't really get into meditating till this year. My husband just swears by it. Like he, he, so much that we have a meditation room. (laughs) Oh my God, I'm so jealous. It's only because our roommate moved out and we have the space right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's kind of like to you, Mitch. <laughs> Sorry, you can edit that out, Dennis. <laughs> no, it's fine. That's fine. No, you can keep that. Thanks, Mitch. Okay, let's leave me- it. <laughs> He's not going to listen to the show, Naughty. True, true. <laughs> if show. one person that you say that to or about is really not going to listen, it would be him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, do, and if you do hear this, Mitch, like reach out, reach out. Yeah, you know, shout just, out. Shout, yeah, out, to shout you. out to you. To my past roommate. Yeah. So <laughs> thanks for thanks for moving out so we could figure out like what else we could do with that room. So it's kind of so like we a, could have a meditation room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a meditation slash workout room, but like, you know, I, I'm it has I'm not a multi-purpose like, room. Yeah. I'm not in there like enough. Like we have everything we need to like work out. I'm just like not in you there. You can't enough. call it a gym. <laughs> yeah, no, I cannot. I cannot. But um, yeah, I, I didn't really get into meditating till this year. And even so. I, I'm not consistent with it. I started because my husband loves it. We decided that some mornings when we remember, <laughs> we take some time to listen to a self-guided 15-minute meditation video from YouTube. And I love uh, that you guys do that together. That's yeah. So cool. It's it's a great way to start the day, and you know it is. It's really cool that I feel fortunate that he's open to doing that with me. If anything, he's probably been waiting for this. He's like, "See, meditation's good for you." Yeah. Um, but it's only because I didn't know how to meditate. And I like at least YouTube. You can, you can YouTube like, you know, 15 minute guided meditation and you'll get all sorts of videos. And for me right now, that works for me. But I don't know, Manani, how do you, how do you meditate? Like what works for you? Well, I also have just gotten into meditation this year, and I feel like that was actually really catapulted by Mel, actually. Yeah? Yeah. I had been wanting to get into it for a long time, but I just, I couldn't get into like, and I'll have to, I have to be honest, I didn't try a lot of like YouTube videos or other guided meditations that people use, but after I had a discovery session with her and I don't know what the other context was. We were just kind of talking a lot and 
So there was just a lot of familiarity, I think, when we did our, our discovery session. And it just, it kind of like broke the mold for me in mm-hmm. like how you said you didn't know how to meditate. I didn't either. And that's why I kind of would like roll my eyes at it before because I was just like, oh my God, who has time for that? You know, but yeah. when you actually like, I don't know even how to really describe it, but when you break that mold and you make that kind of connection with yourself, even if it's just for like three seconds, like then you know, oh, this is like the result that I'm trying to reach. And it's super simple. I just have to like get super still. Mm. And it was kind of like a challenge that I had with myself after that, because, you know, I, I didn't, I haven't hired her on as like my meditation coach quite yet. In the meantime, I've, I've gotten like this other app that I use, but I feel like I wouldn't have even done that if it weren't for that discovery session that I had with her. She's the one that really, again, helped me connect with myself. And then I was kind of just craving that after it happened. I was like, I have to have that again. I have to figure out how to do that on my own. Mm-hmm. And so I literally just made it a practice, a daily practice until I was able to reach that point on my own. And now you just kind of, you know, once you get there, you kind of start exploring and it's, it's just a really cool thing to do with yourself, especially now while we're in quarantine and, you know, you are forced to be with yourself. A lot of mm. people find that awkward and find that uncomfortable and meditation is super, super powerful in like changing that, that just like, making you comfortable in your own skin, I guess. Yeah. Well, thank you for that elaborate explanation of your, (laughs) you know, your personal experience with meditating and shout out to you, Mel, for having that gentle nature that, you know, makes, inspires us or inspires, inspires magical effect. Yeah. To want to meditate. So shout out to you, Mel. Once again, if you want to hear her interview, that's episode 38. And yeah, that's available for you to listen to. (laughs) All right. So let's get into the last uh, recommended episode. And that is episode 40, which is titled, We're this intercultural tribe of ancient beings and young people's agile bodies. Decolonization and spirituality through art and healing practices with Samay Dazan. Oh my gosh. So Samay reminded me a lot of of JL, Lumi Pig, (laughs) the one that we had interviewed, I believe, I think it was episode 18. I'll have to like double check. But she had this, like, I I don't know how old Samay is. (laughs) I didn't, I didn't ask her, but she, she's like an old soul in, in this young, you know, very fit body. And uh, I really enjoyed listening to her talk. And I wanted to get your thoughts, Nani, on what it was like for you interviewing her. Yeah. I mean, I also thought that she reminded me a lot of JL and I think that she mentioned they were pretty close. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. Like they know each other. They're sisters from different coasts. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think that even the way that she kind of opened up her interview was similar to JL and just the energy, the vibe that she gave off was also super captivating. You know, you just want to, again, listen when she's talking and really soak up every word that she's saying. She just seems very knowledgeable and like she can take advantage of a lot of teachable moments for, for us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah. I think anyone who is well-versed in decolonization is very fascinating to me because I didn't actually hear about the word decolonization until I started this podcast. <laughs> like yeah. I had no understanding of it. And as I start to listen to people like JL and Samay, it's like, oh yeah, like 
So JL's episode is actually episode 16. I just want to clarify that. You know, her episode is titled, You're Fighting for the Colonizer and You Don't Even Know It. And you just think about like all the ways that we are supporting the colonizer still to this day. And you wouldn't know that unless you got education from people that look like us, sound like us. Because otherwise, you know, even in our American school system, it really teaches you essentially be white, be Americanized, be be the colonizer. <laughs> you know, like like understand history through the colonizer's lens. And um, understand that as normal, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And this is not to villainize our colonizers in any way. Like clearly we have the opportunities we have today to really look at this from a, how do I describe it? Like, like we have the freedom to learn about this stuff and to, to unlearn things, <laughs> you know, where in other countries, you know, you're not allowed to learn certain things or understand certain parts of history that have probably been erased or otherwise it's, you know, like bad shit happens to you if you like go against the system. I don't know. I'm, I'm totally just, I don't know if I'm explaining that really well, <laughs> but yeah. just, uh, well, Definitely bad shit will still happen to you if you do that here. And that is like a huge concern in, in our community. But we definitely have a lot more <laughs> kind of wiggle room and leeway to play with that kind of stuff here than other places of the world, such as the Philippines. Yes. I, yes. Thank you, Nani, for saying that. <laughs> yes. No <Yeah>. problem. <laughs> so we, we actually, you know, despite our circumstances, we do have the space to talk about it and educate one another about decolonization. Cool. So that is episode 40 with Samay Dazan. So there you have it. Just our recommendation of the top three episodes you can listen to if this is your first time listening. Episode three with myself, with yours truly. Episode 38 with Melissa Barayang. And episode 40 with Samay Dazan. Hey everyone, Jen Amos again, taking the time to say thank you in advance for supporting our ability to share your stories by listening to our ads. As more of us have no choice but to work from home, one problem is becoming apparent. Focus. How do you focus when you, one, never worked from home, two, are reminded why you've never worked from home, And three, you need to figure out how to make it work anyway. Well, comes in my favorite music app that I've personally been using since 2017, Focus at Will. Neuroscientists have recently discovered that certain types of personalized music can help you focus, reduce distractions, and maintain productivity when working and studying. Focus at Will's exclusive instrumental music library keeps your mind from avoiding two undesirable traits, distraction and habituation. Distraction can be a result of anything in the day-to-day life, while habituation stems out of being bored with your surroundings or the task at hand. The music at Focus at Will is crafted to balance your mind between distraction and habituation, keeping you focused on your work. Focus at Will's studies reveal a 200 to 400% increase in focus time with their most active users, including myself. Sign up for a one-week free trial. That's right, one-week free today by visiting thephilamwoman.com. That's thephilam, philam, which is short for Filipino-American, woman.com. Or check out our show notes, which is in the details section of this episode. Once again, you can visit thephilamwoman.com to get your one-week trial of Focus at Will or visit the details section of this episode. All right, so moving on, Nani, I want to share that you know, since we've been doing the show, I've been having a lot of people reach out to me asking how to start a podcast. And in our IG live stories that we did (laughs) in our live sessions, 
Oh, uh huh. That we will not share because you have to be live to experience yeah. it. <laughs> you all were there. You saw it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were we were just a hot mess on both weekends that we did it. But but also uh, a fun hot mess. Yes, we were a fun hot mess. Absolutely. And so we had a lot of questions, and and not even just there, but people messaging me directly asking me, how did you start a podcast? How did you do it? You know, and I'm not going to spend the next 40 minutes talking about how to do it. For now, in the meantime, I want to give you all a shameless plug for some resources that I had personally used that you may consider looking into as your options of starting a podcast show. So I want to give you a website. So if you visit this website, you're going to see a hint into another podcast show that I'm going to be doing. Go figure. <laughs> I'm obsessed yeah. with podcasting. <laughs> no, you should be. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, because, uh, you know, my husband, he's going to have his own talk show. So I was like, uh, so I mean, oh, I, is he? yeah, yeah. In case anyone's interested, my husband and I, we both are, I guess, I guess like, like public figures slash like social media influencers in our own way, not to like toot our horn or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, part of our marketing and our business is showing up as ourselves. And so my husband has a new podcast show, if anyone's interested. <laughs> it's called Wealth and Liberty. So the and is the, the and sign. So Wealth and Liberty. And the first episode is out right now at the time of this recording. And so this is for people that are really interested in learning about how to have more personal autonomy in your life, like have more control in your life and live a life of intention and purpose. And so his show is really more about that. So if you're interested in that, <laughs> check out Wealth and Liberty. And with that said, my show is actually, I put a lot of thought into this, Nadi. So I think I'm sharing this with you for the first time. Yeah. But, um, my show is actually called Generic Conversations. And generic okay. is spelled with a J. So it's oh, not, cute. Yeah, so it, it's not out yet. But if you visit generic conversations, so remember generic is spelled with a J as in Jack, not G as in the word generic. So genericconversations.com. If you visit that website, you will get a list of all of the podcast resources that I have personally used that I would recommend. And full disclosure, also have referral links with. And so if, if you want to support Jen, <laughs> if you want to support Jen and her podcasting endeavors, really ask because this is part of what we're hoping to do with our show for the summer. But if you want to support our work, feel free to check out those links. And if you choose to sign up for any of them, we, you know, I just get a small <laughs> thank you commission for that. But yeah, check out genericconversations.com if you are interested in seeing all of the current resources I use for podcasting. And I haven't decided if I'm going to do podcast consulting anytime soon. So if you have questions about podcasting, you know, feel free to direct message me on my Instagram account at the Jen Amos. And I'm more than happy to, you know, give that free advice while I feel like it. So, <laughs> so, so there you go. And the reason why I share all of this to our listeners is because just like what we were talking about earlier with my episode, episode three, about doing it anyway, even if you don't have all your ducks in a row, I really do think that there's no better time to share your story through podcasting than today, especially because we all are home. And this is a time that all of us like worldwide will look back on and be like, yeah, we all went through COVID-19. Like we all were locked up at home. Like we all had to shift the way that we lived our lives. We all had to, you know, do teleconferencing, you know, video sessions. Like this is a rare time in history 
And, and I've seen so many people at this time start podcasting. And so that's why I want to give out these resources and really, really encourage you. If you've been sitting on the edge now for some time to start a podcast, I think now is a time <laughs> to take that leap because no one has your story. No one has your voice. You know, no one looks like you. No one sounds like you. And if you've been thinking about it, like I said, I think now I highly encourage you to do it. And if you need any more motivation to just reach out because yeah, there's no better time. There's no better time, Nani, <laughs> to start to start podcasting. So no better time than the present. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, that's it. That's my spiel on podcasting because that was uh, brought up quite often. But feel free to check out Generic Conversations, Generic with a J, if you want to see those resources. And also a sneak peek into my future podcast show, <laughs> my talk show. So that'll be I fun. I love it. Yeah, I'm still working on the branding. But basically, like my slogan is conversations that have you say... I needed this. Oh, um, yeah. That's so, so you. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's how I feel every time I talk to you. <laughs> Good. See, perfect. Yeah, I, I've, uh, I've been talking to business coaches about it. So I've been putting a lot of thought into it. At the same time, you know, I, I do want to take my own advice that I preach in episode three <laughs> to, to run with it. And so, yeah. um, so you'll, you all get a chance to see that. And hopefully if you like the show, you'll subscribe. But yeah, I just, I just want to let you all know that it's possible for anyone to start a podcast show and you can even start absolutely free. I don't list that resource anymore, but if you want to know how to do that, feel free to reach out to me because it's time. It's time to share your story. Yes. Um, so speaking of which, if you are not ready to start a podcast show and you have been moved by our conversation today, we would love for you to reach out to us. You can reach out to myself, you can reach out to Nani, or you, you could reach out to us on Instagram or all the other ways that we have shared with you at this point to get a hold of us. But if you have felt compelled to share your story for some time now, we highly encourage you to reach out we are going to start putting together a list of guests for the next season. So yeah, we want you to come share your story. Nani, any, any thoughts on that? Like let, let's convince people like why <laughs> they should be on our show. <laughs> well, you should be on our show because let's just say there are other listeners just like you that are waiting to hear your story that need to hear your story. Yes. The most important thing that matters to us are your messages, you know, are your love letters, are your emails. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of people have yeah. reached in saying thank you for creating a space for us to share our stories or even thank you for letting me share my story, you know? So that was my point is that there are just other listeners. It doesn't matter how many, but there are other listeners that are probably sitting, struggling with the same things that you are or that you have struggled with and, and gone through and made it through. And would really um, be able to benefit from hearing your story. Yes, absolutely. So there you go. If you need any more reasons, then I don't we know. will brainstorm some more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Hey, it's okay. Like, it's okay if you're not ready to share your story. We talked about this as well in previous episodes that sometimes you just need to listen to other people's stories to find your voice. And that is absolutely 100% okay. We're just grateful that we get to count the downloads. You know, we're grateful that we know that people are listening and we know where they're listening. <laughs> and so we just want to thank you. And we hope that, you know, with the stories that come ahead, we hope that one of them will inspire you to join us because, you know, I think Nani and I are good people to talk to. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, come I hang out with it. us. Yeah, we have, we have a good time, you know. So I, I hope you can tell that we have a good time when we do this. <laughs> You'll have fun, we promise. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, we make it safe, we make it fun. 
So the next thing I want to share is that we are entertaining the idea of having a book club while this pandemic is going on. And so we are thinking about having possibly a weekly or bi-weekly Zoom sesh with some of you to find a book that you all recommend. More importantly, we want to use this time to feature Panay authors. And so if you are listening to this and you are an author or you know of a Panay author, we'd love to connect and we'd love to possibly interview them on our show while we're off season during this spring break and have them share their story and why they wrote the book that they wrote and be able to have a book club where it's not necessarily us reading the book, but hearing it firsthand, hearing about the book firsthand from the author and seeing if that's a book you want to get for yourself. I would love that. I think, I think that sounds like so much fun. Yeah, it's, so we're still entertaining the idea, but if this resonates with you and you're interested in getting involved or recommending a Panay author that you have direct contact with or is you know, easy to get a hold to, get a hold of, um, please connect us. We'd love to do that in the off season. Just a way to continue to build community with all of you, especially now than ever with how isolated a lot of us are feeling. And so, yeah, that's it. I'll leave it at that. And if you're interested, reach out. Or if you know anyone that could be interested, please share this episode with them or let them reach out to us. (laughs) Okay, Nani, we are at the last part of our call today, which is the listener feedback. Since we started, I have done an awful job (laughs) playing, playing our listener voice messages on our show. And so we decided to group them all together. And this is actually the first time Nani is listening to these voice messages as well. So we're just going to go ahead and play a couple of messages here and talk about each one. But these are courageous Filipinas, Panais who have called in and just wanted to share some, you know, just share some kind words to us. So, all right, here we go. You ready, Nani? <laughs> I'm ready. Okay, cool. So hopefully, because I'm sharing my screen now, so hopefully you'll be able to hear this. So our first person is actually Adeline Kunanan. And Adeline, we actually interviewed her some time ago. So she so was... was this before our interview or after? This was, uh, from what I recall, this was after her interview. So she actually had some thoughts she wanted to share afterward. So I'm trying to remember which episode we had her on. So just give me a second here. Oh my God, this is really hard. Oh, here it is. So Dr. Adeline Kananan is episode 27. And her episode's titled, You Are Your Dad's Only Daughter, He Cannot Lose You. And I don't know if you remember Nani, but she is an only child and she is a therapist. And she was sharing her story of her relationship with her father, as well as what she does in her practice. And she's actually in San Diego. So I actually had a chance to meet her when I was in town last winter. Oh yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was really cool. So um, sometime after her interview, she actually left us a voice message that I... <laughs> Many months later, I'm now going to play with all of you. So, so here we go. I'm going to go ahead and play it and let me know if you can hear it on your ends. Hey, Jen, it's Adeline. Um, I just kind of still thinking about our interview from yesterday and reflecting on um, women kind of being the bearers of, of tradition and like my parents dynamic. Right. And, and I thought about this thing that my husband has said before, um, that 
yeah, my dad might be the main show, but my mom's the one um, pulling the strings and kind of applying that to these arguments and how my mom was typically the moderator in these these arguments that I had with my dad, the one that kind of talks me into into making it right. She's the one who who kind of demonstrated more that value of, of getting along and, and, you know, coaching me to, to do it and live it. Um, but yeah, then again, I've also seen my mom like blatantly challenge tradition. So... So I don't know. Okay. And then it just cuts off there. <laughs> Initial thoughts? Um, definitely reminded me of my grandma and just kind of being that matriarchal family um, spearhead. What's the word I'm looking for? Not spearhead, like thing at the top, you know, that just is encouraging everyone to get along. And, you know, I remember that growing up, I used to fight with my dad a lot. And my grandma was also how she was describing her mom, the one that was kind of like, okay, everyone get along, you know, fighting is okay, but like move, move along now. (laughs) Right. Um, And so, yeah, I, I can appreciate that. So Adeline, thank you so much for that voice message months ago. Better late than never <laughs> to, play, <laughs> to play it. But yeah, I do like how, just to recap what she said, you know, and if you do listen to her episode, she talks a lot about her relationship with her dad. And I do like that she added this part about her mother. And it's interesting because I didn't have that in my life, at least in my immediate family. However, I do recall that one of my aunts, she was definitely that person to say, hey, take it easy. You know, you don't need to raise your voice. Like we can be civil about this. And so that's what, that's what I recall when I think of what Adeline had mentioned in this voice message. But yeah, like even though someone's in the front, the only reason why... Uh, what do you call it? It's like, there's that, there's that funny saying that's like, the man wears the pants, but the woman picks out the pants. (laughs) True. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so let's not forget, but yeah, I just want to thank you, Adeline, for sharing that voice message with us and, you know, reminding us that, you know, the, uh, what's the, sorry, what's the opposite of a patriarch? Is it not patriarch? Matriarch. Matriarch. Yeah. So like, you know, in order to have a strong patriarch, you must also have a strong matriarch in the family. And so even though the patriarch tends to get all the glory, it wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for people working behind the scenes. And a lot of times that's our mothers. So so shout out to our moms for being that person or fathers. You never know. A father can I very much play a, a matriarch role. I had a I had a girlfriend whose dad raised her essentially as a single parent. And you know, she was able to learn both matriarch and patriarch <laughs> Uh, roles. Roles. Thank you. Roles um, growing up. All right. So thank you, Adeline, for that. Uh, The next message that we have is actually a young lady that we are going to be featuring in the next season. So this is Maxine uh, Dimalanta, and I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. So Maxine Dimalanta. So I'm going to go ahead and play her voice message next. Hi, Jen and Nani. My name is Maxine, and I'm a fairly new listener, but I've been binge listening to all of your podcast episodes over last week. I just want to let you both know how impactful the work that you've been doing has been on myself. Um, Just some background. My relationship with my Filipina identity is very complex. I was bullied growing up. 
by other Filipinos for being full Filipino but having super curly hair. Um, and that definitely had a negative effect on my relationship with my culture and with my Filipino identity. Um, a lot of the people that you're interviewing and a lot of these stories that you're sharing I've really resonated with um, being, you know, very Americanized and not knowing where you stand in the, you know, Filipino spectrum, I guess. Um, you know, and I just wanted to thank you both for doing an amazing job um, sharing the stories of other Filipino women. Wow. Whew. Initial thoughts? I think that that does a really good job of summing up a lot of the messages that we get it touches on several different like reasons why people resonate with our show or different parts of the show that resonate with them, I guess I should say. And I love that she really like elaborated on how, how it's impacted her. Thank you, Maxine. I, I'm sorry that I didn't hear that before we talked. <laughs> I got the, the same essence from our conversation when we interviewed her as well. But um, thank you so much for that message. Yeah, and uh, uh, you all will have a chance to learn more about her story in the next season. But yeah, we did have a chance to speak with her in the middle of uh, one of our Instagram live shows. <laughs> <laughs> it was very, very impromptu. I was already like too drunk to realize what was happening, but it worked out. It was great. And uh, Maxine is actually really young. I, I think she had mentioned that I think she's either 18 or 19 years old. And I, I mentioned this on the show as we were interviewing her, but she's just, she just sounds so articulate and wise mm -hmm. and mature for her age. And, yeah, you know, I, I, I think that happens to people that you know, face a lot of dis discrimination, to be honest. Like, I think that if you had a rough upbringing, you have to grow up pretty, pretty quickly. Not to say that she necessarily had a big, uh, like a really rough upbringing, but you know, the fact that she was bullied because, because her hair was curly. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, like, think, I think more so than upbringing, it's, it's just generally like trauma, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's just so crazy how, you know, hair makes such a big difference mm -hmm. sometimes. And sometimes yeah, it, it, it really... Especially in, in this community. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one thing I want to mention about hair is that I had, in a way, I had always almost envied people who would dye their hair like a dark brown because my hair is just full on black and I've just decided to own it. But like for people that can pull that off and, and maintain it, um, I've always kind of felt in a weird way, like less than as odd as that sounds. It's like, oh, well, like I can't have my hair like that because I don't want to maintain it. <laughs> you know, like I don't want to like have to do that. And so, you know, it is an interesting topic, you know, but, like hair and like how it really how could really identify us and how people identify us, how they label us based on how our hair looks. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know, I don't know if you had any thoughts on that. Yeah, I mean, I think that hair, just as much as skin color, people, people use that as kind of a, a judgment factor or characteristic when they meet people. And I think that Maxine's story is a great example of why you should never do that yeah. <laughs> to anybody because you, you really don't know. And if you don't care to ask and find out, essentially, then uh, it's important not to pass those judgments or at least to keep them to yourself. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you, Maxine. And we look forward to hearing your story in the next season. 
Yes. All right. Okay. So this next one, I believe uh, we'll probably hear her name in the message, but this person identifies as uh, their title. They named themselves Reclaiming Philippine X Identity, which I think is a, is a new podcast show. Nani, I don't know if, if you've seen that. Have you seen that podcast? Yeah, she's the one that has been asking us for advice about Uber conference and stuff. Oh, okay, cool, cool. All right, so this is Reclaiming Philippine X Identity. This is her voice message. Hi, guys. Um, my name is Chachi, and I just want to um, commend you guys for this podcast. Um, I've listened to two of your podcasts so far, and I'm honestly truly blessed and like really grateful that I found this pla- this found your guys' project because just listening to your guys' opinion in regards to mental health made me more um, truly uh, be completely open and <laughs> to talking about it and to the point where I keep want to talk about it because it's so important especially in our Filipino diaspora um and yeah so I really want, like really commend you guys for for this podcast okay and she actually had another voice message <laughs> so okay. I'm gonna go ahead and play that as well and then we will share our thoughts so let me see this one this one's a little earlier she did this just just recently so here we go Hi guys, I'm Chachi. I run a podcast called Reclaiming Filipino Identity. And I just wanted to reach out to you guys because I've been a really huge fan of your podcast and it really inspired me and motivated me a lot to continue, especially because we kind of have the same goal. And what I have in mind is that I really want to bring out the stories of our Philippine community here in Hawaii. And being that Hawaii is predominantly Ilocano, I really push for um, having our Ilocano brothers and sisters' voices heard. And also, many of those Filipinos that are still trying to accept their identity come to terms with it. Um, so yeah, I just really wanted to like reach out to you guys. <laughs> I really enjoy you guys' podcast. So yeah. Chachi, mm-hmm. oh. thank you so much. We love you. Oh my God, that was so sweet. And I think that, yeah, identity crisis is something that we can all kind of relate on and something that we all are hungry for conversation about. And so I love that you found such value in our podcast so much that it has inspired you or, you know, this whole, your whole personal experience has inspired you to start your own podcast. And I love that we are just expanding the conversation on our experience and expanding representation in a platform like, like a podcast, you know, that's, I think it's really powerful. And I think it takes it a step beyond like social media and just kind of like blogging. It takes it, it just kind of advances it a little bit. And hopefully when we look back in time, generations later, we'll both see our work as having like moved the needle forward in a way. And hearing your message really like makes me feel that way. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Tachi, for leaving two voice messages. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, mental health is so important. And that was one of the things that really 
ignited my fire in a way and in a sense and made me really want to keep doing the show because that that was actually one of the first topics we talked about was mental health and how it really isn't talked about in our community it's usually swept under the rug because mental health i think at least amongst our immigrant parents is considered a luxury you know, like, like you don't have time to talk about your feelings, you know, you got to provide, (laughs) you know, and I think the gift that our immigrant parents have given us is the opportunity to talk about mental health. Like they, it might not be important for them, but that doesn't mean that it shouldn't be important to us. And so I want to thank you so much for calling in on that. We really appreciate that feedback. And I also just want to commend you for starting a podcast show. And that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) It's like, and this is why I'm more than happy to continue to share resources and free advice. (laughs) on how to do podcasting because I do believe that just like what you said, Nani, we want to expand the conversation of really the Philippine X experience, the Philippine X American experience, or even just Philippine X experience overall. So thank you so much, Chachi, for calling in and leaving those kind voice messages. We do have one more voice message. Let me go ahead and play that. This is by Morgan Hoffman. And um, okay, here we go. Let me play this. Hi. Yeah. My name is Morgan. I am located in Charlotte, North Carolina. I am Filipino American. Um, it's hard even saying that because, um, I, I don't feel like I'm enough. Um, (laughs) I'm a quarter, my dad's half and my grandmother, uh, moved over here when she married my grandfather. Uh, I wasn't given an option to be anything else but white and I pass as white. And just now in my adult years, I'm getting more in in my community and practicing anti-racism and social justice. And I'm trying to integrate into my local Filipino American community. And it's just really difficult feeling like I don't belong anywhere white or Filipino. And I'm just having an identity crisis. So just wondering if there's anybody out there who has my story, shares my story. Thank you for listening. And thank you for the show. It's great work. Just thank you. Nani, it sounds like you have something to say. (laughs) Yes, girl. You're speaking to my soul. (laughs) I don't, it's hard for me to speak to, to people that, that message us with, with messages like that, that just like take the words right out of my brain. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, mic drop like I really don't have anything to say she just said it all <laughs> yeah but basically what I have to say is that that resonates with me very very much all parts of that the whole identity crisis and more specifically between being white and Filipina and trying to activate yourself in those spaces although my experience has not been you know the way that you described your experience it it has in other spaces in in past experiences so I definitely I know that feeling and and I feel that with you and I'm sorry that you're going through that, but I hope that you found in this community, the way that I did, a true home and sense of belonging and just safe place for you to come back to whenever you need support because I feel you, girl, like on all levels. Mm, beautiful. Yeah. And in our show notes, which will be a lot easier to find in the next season, you know, we actually include everyone's contact information that's been on the show. And so if you have, if there's, if there are any stories that really resonated with you, we encourage you to check out the show notes or the details of each episode and reach out to those individuals because, you know, we, we are we are all ordinary people, you know, taking this extraordinary step of sharing our stories. and. 
I think it's worth commending by reaching out to the guest on our show and saying, hey, I heard your story. I resonate with you. Thank you so much for having the courage to do that. Thank you so much for having the courage to, you know, to just be transparent with who you are for showing up as you are because because you show up as you are, I can show up as I am. And so Morgan, I want to thank you so much for leaving us a voice message. And I hope at this point you have found a sense of community by listening to our show. And uh, if not, uh, really, we, we highly, highly encourage you to reach out to us directly. Nani and I are very active on Instagram individually. Yes. <laughs> Please feel free to DM me anytime if you just even want to vent. Like I yeah. am totally here for you. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I know that when, I know that when uh, certain, like people get more notoriety or when they get more more popular. It, it almost seems like someone such as ourselves, not to toot our own horn or anything or to really put us on a pedestal. But sometimes, you know, I think for some listeners after a while, it, we may seem like unreachable. And I, I just want to encourage you all like we like Nadia and I, are just we're like, very accessible. <laughs> yeah, we're very accessible. We're needy for attention right now. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and, and we, we love you guys. We like to just talk to you and like virtually hang out with you. So we yeah. welcome that. Exactly. So we want to encourage all of you, if you don't know where to get start, get started in building community with us, we just say, reach out to us directly. Like we have our own Instagram accounts. We have our own lives. You know, we just, Nani and I just happen to come together and, and do this together. But yeah, we are, we are everyday people <laughs> that just so happen to be of Filipino descent, you know, creating space for other people like us to share their stories. So please like yeah, please reach out to us. And, you know, above all else, I just want to thank you for listening to our show. And, you know, we hope that our show and the stories we feature are really just a mirror for you to see how beautiful and loved and amazing you really are. Yes. Um, Amen to that. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you matter, you matter because uh, you, you just matter, <laughs> you know, like listening to the show, like you matter and you matter and you have family here in us. Yes, absolutely. Wow. Nani. Well, that was a lot. We covered a lot today. <laughs> we did. And actually, that is a perfect segue for my gratitude spell. Yes. Well, for Mel's gratitude spell. So I want, well, are we done? Do we yeah, have basically. After your poem, well, maybe we'll just have some closing thoughts. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. So I just want to end with a radical gratitude spell that I actually got from Mel. So rewind this episode, maybe about 40 minutes to when we were talking about Mel. And shout out to her for finding and sharing this with me. I hope you don't mind me reading it too. <laughs> our podcast <laughs> on our podcast. Sorry. I'm sure um, she'll thank you for it. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I hope so. Okay. So it goes, you are a miracle walking. I greet you with wonder in a world which seeks to own your joy and your imagination. You have chosen to be free every day as a practice. I can never know the struggles you went through to get here, but I know you have swum upstream and at times it has been lonely. I want you to know I honor the choices you made in solitude and I honor the work that you have done to belong. I honor your commitment to that which is larger than yourself and your journey to love the particular container of life that is you. You are enough. Your work is enough. You are needed. Your work is sacred. You are here and I am grateful. Mm, wow. I, I need a consultation with Mel. <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> I, I don't think she wrote that, but she just, um, she shared it with us from somewhere and I thought it was really powerful. So I hope that 
that was helpful to you guys. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that pretty much wraps up our show. Uh, Nani, I think that was a great way to, you know, finish. Any, any final thoughts? Uh, because I mean, I don't know when's the next time we'll have like a bonus episode. I'm, I'm not sure when we're going to have our group sessions, our book club yet. Uh, we will be back in the summer, but until then, any final thoughts for our community, Nani? Until then, we will see you guys on Instagram. Keep an eye out for our website and stay tuned for us coming back in the summertime. Yes. And yeah, just to piggyback off of that, I just want to personally thank you all for your support in the last year of starting this. You know, I do this because, you know, one, it's to help you, but it's also to help me. Like I have definitely learned a lot about myself in this process of interviewing all of you and engaging with you via social media or email. And you all inspire me to continue to show up as I am and to do more of it. <laughs> hence, yeah. hence my other podcast show. Yeah. So I just want to thank you all. I love you all so much. And I am so looking forward to the next season. So many exciting things to come, like our website. <laughs> and yes. uh, uh, yeah, and I, I think that's all I have to say. You all are beautiful. You all are enough. You all are worth being seen. And let's continue to show up as we are and become our better selves every day. And, and support each other through COVID-19. Yes, and support each other. And just like what Nani said, just because we are off season doesn't mean we're offline. <laughs> so please reach out to us. You can check out the show notes or the details of this episode on how you can find us on social media or how to contact us and everything. But yeah, with that said, yeah, thank you all. I don't know. I just, I just keep saying, yeah. I don't, we'll I don't, see I don't... you in the summer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to end yet. But yeah, school's out. <laughs> yeah. So yes, we love you all and thank you all so much and yeah we look forward to seeing you in the next season so tune in next time bye everyone